When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 614 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host. I have returned. I am back. I am Christian Piles, back from the road. Joined, as always, by two industry leaders, Stephen Kyle Brackey, who is dressed preposterously in a hockey it's jersey. Preposterous. It's a hockey sweater Tuesday, guys. He, listen, he's in a, I, it was weird. <laughs> I just turned, and I, yeah, Ben, it is weird. And then we got this guy in the back, Alia Stone. He's wearing one, too. These guys just roll up. Hockey they, sweater Tuesday. They invented a thing called thing. Hockey Sweater Tuesday just so they could wear these preposterous things and not feel strange. But listen, I'm on to their gimmick they just wanted to wear them and um the only thing bracky has going for him is that's the old school buffalo gap colors shout out to them placing all five guys um, at the big dance hey, i'm kind of offended you guys were just gonna start the show without me because i was looking at my guy walker brown's gofundme and i thought i closed the gofundme but no i didn't i closed the v-mix and i come back on and you guys are starting the show without me we couldn't t- well one when we started the countdown i didn't realize you were gone because it was a time mm. when nobody talks so and you're back uh, here it's fine well tyler was like all right everybody be quiet we're starting the show <laughs> and like uh-huh. right as he started the countdown you just heard this like noise from you it i don't know what it sounded like you just heard like uh haircut then oh. there we go i got my haircut tremendous 614 columbus area code okay so we Ohio have state, baby. We have so dang much to talk about. It's insane. Um, and and being gone last week was highly unfortunate. But you guys did a great job. I was kind of frustrated at Ben. He was calling me out, saying I'm not Why? showing up for work. Saying I'm not showing up for work. You're lucky you didn't get fired. <laughs> it was close. Um, uh, so I we gotta start. Wait, with some no, I, you're stuff. skipping. Skipping something major. Does Kyle Brecky have running water yet or no? Yeah, I do. I still, you still have, you to, uh, have to boil, boil it. it, but <laughs> it's really hard to drink that too. Have you tried? It's like burns. <laughs> yeah. Um, ho- hopefully, we will soon have water that we do not have to boil because it's it's sort of okay. annoying. But I, 
I was very lucky because as soon as I got back, we had power and then we had running water that night and it, it's all nice. gravy here in Austin. But we learned a valuable lesson, I hope. Uh, not us. We didn't do anything wrong. But the state of Texas needs to get it, get their stuff together. You can't have one little storm come in, six inches of snow shut down the entire great state. Not a good look. Soft. Yeah. Yeah, Very not, soft look. If, if the Ice Age hits, you guys are effed. You guys are all going to go extinct. Okay. Well, you're already effed then because, I mean, where, where do you no, get No, we're it? prepared. We're cool up here. I got like 74 inches of snow outside. We're good. <laughs> all right. Well, we're coming, we're, coming to, we're coming to Wisconsin, to Haunchyville. All right. Fair enough. A- AWA Haunchyville. Okay. So, yeah, we got running water um, so we can, we can uh, put a bow on that chapter in our lives. Yes. We, we survived Snowmageddon in Texas. Um, Penn State's got their real team. They've got the full squad. They've got yeah. the team that we were talking about in the beginning of the year that we thought would give them their best chance to, you know, push Iowa. Can they beat Iowa? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. But they're finally – Wrestling, I think the right guy at 149, Bo Bartlett. I'm not entirely sure what the the processes to get him to that starting spot were and why it kind of wasn't right away, but it happened. And now, I mean, he gives Sammy Sasso a really tough match. He gets the first takedown there. And I, where, how high he can finish, I'm not entirely sure at this point, but... I look at the 149 landscape, and I think he fits in. And we're going to get into some tiers discussion again. But I think Bo has a couple things going for him because uh, for for an undersized guy. Because I think we all – I mean, I see – I watch him wrestle. Ben, I don't know your assessment of his size, but I thought he looked not significantly undersized, but definitely undersized in almost all his matches. Yeah, I mean, that, that's about where I would go with it is. Uh, he's definitely not as big, but he doesn't look like, oh my God, that guy shouldn't be out on the mat type of small. I thought he was good. I, you know, he wrestled the number one guy in the country. Uh, he was competitive. Uh, you know, I kind of maybe, I, I, I don't even know if it was publicly or if it was maybe just in our text. I gave him a hard time for not getting off bottom until the very end. Um, but, you know, when I think back about it, he did a solid job. It wasn't like he was on his belly the whole time getting worked over. He got to his feet a whole bunch of times. Um, yeah, I thought he looked really good. It is tough to tell exactly where he'll finish because Sammy Sasso is not, um, in my opinion, super distance from a lot of other people in the field, right? So being close with him doesn't necessarily mean like you're going to be in the finals. For example, if someone were to come out and wrestle really close to Spencer Lee, you're like, oh, that guy's going to be in the finals. Um, that's not quite the case with Sammy Sasso, but I was impressed. Yeah, I was impressed as well. Now, um, a, a few things he has going for him for being an undersized guy. One thing, he's really fast. He's really quick to the yep. leg. So if you're not going to be super big and strong, if you have that speed, that's going to help. Um, I think he's pretty slick and technical. I think it's going to hurt him that he well, does hey, oh, I would I would push back on the strong, Christian. I think he's kind of strong. I think he's strong. I don't think... I don't think he is going to be horsing guys around at this weight class. I don't think his That's strength fair. is going to – it's not going to be a differentiator for him. I think he's going yeah. to be have the, the necessary strength to compete, and then his speed is what's going to differentiate him, right? Okay. I think he is pretty slick. I don't think he has the, the top game that's that, w- that could really help him climb the rung or, or you know contend at the highest level. I don't think he can – can ride the best guys. And I think the elite riders are going to give him trouble. I think a Brock Mahler is a really tough matchup for him. I think Austin O'Connor is going to be a really, really tough matchup because he's not only mm-hmm. is he big, strong, fast, he's kind of good everywhere. 
Um, he, but he makes some mistakes still. He's still like, you know, you can see he's a true freshman. Um, some sort of careless things that can easily be cleaned up. But I think you take that. I think you take the upside that, that he brings. He gave, you can, just comparatively, his, his performance for Sammy Sasso compared to Max Murin was way better. He was able to get a takedown. Yeah, that's a bad one, Judge Max Murin on because someone someone did advise Max Murin that shooting a heads that single was a terrible idea. I don't know why no one advised him of that. Um, but okay, so I one guy, not... so one guy's getting better advice then. That's a differentiator. Well, but the <laughs> right that is you're, no, you're right. But Sammy Sasso is so specifically good in one area, and Max Murin, I I have no idea why he decided to shoot a head inside single. Not once, but twice, especially when it ended up, almost ended up really badly for him the first time, and it ended up really, really badly for him the second time. Um, I mean, I, I think Murin is. What did you shoot? Head, well, hold on. Bar- Hopefully, Murin didn't shoot with a single. Head inside single. Um, did he really? It was like a spear single. I think like he quick. finished through it really fast though, up right. Yeah, he's kind of. I think he he kind of caught him off balance, and when he he just darted in on that leg, Sammy just kind of crumbled. Yeah, Almost like butt. a double, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it wasn't. I guess it wasn't traditional head and side single. So I, I wouldn't count that performance against Max Murin. Um, I think he'll he would likely be closer against Sasso next time. But to what you were saying earlier, you know, Mahler, O'Connor, there's a whole bunch of other guys. Yeah. Um, even Mur- Murin's, I would I, say the favorite over Bo Bartlett at this. I point. think he's a. T- I think Murin is a tough matchup for Bo. Yes. So. Um, I, I think Bo Bartlett's their best choice. I don't know why it took him this long. Kayla's, Kayla's always got a plan, man. He had a plan. He, he lied to us about uh, Mr. Daniel, and I don't know why he lied to us. Well, he's, he's back. Know, I, don't, I don't know how to respond to that. Um, but it's, you, know, you don't know how to respond? He lied to us. He said, point blank, he will not be wrestling this season. We just saw him last night. That ipso facto makes a lie well the he did not say we will not see him he said i do not expect to see him this year i'm just saying he left himself he didn't listen with the suriano thing he left himself no out he said he's in the room wrestling <laughs> right now that's okay that was just that was dishonest he had a snap uh this case you could say i didn't expect oh it was unexpected unexpected things happen so he left himself that much and i think he just uses you know he's he doesn't want to give anything away ever. Now, what what advantage is it to are are Mason Paris and Gable Stevenson and Anthony Cassiope going to train harder, knowing that Kirk Fleet's coming back? I don't I don't understand what impact it has on being like, yeah, he might come back, he might not. We don't know, or yeah, we think he'll be back. I don't, but he thinks less information is out there is better yeah. for for whatever reason. Well, yeah. you can do that and not tell people not truth yeah coaches do that all the <laughs> not time not truth okay not truth what kind of soft soft cancel culture right now you can't say the word lies not truth uh, listen i'm just lie. not gonna i'm not gonna sit that here and call a coach lies, a liar Bradley. um i didn't call but telling never... lies and being a liar are two separate things they're not the same thing <laughs> okay um i've just i've never seen a, a coach twice just like completely say something that clearly wasn't going to happen with an injury. I've seen coaches say, I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, James Franklin, the Penn State football coach, is notorious for being like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to talk about guys' injuries. Or just being like, we'll see, game time decision, you know, like stuff like that. Uh, 
like give it a Bill Belichick answer, but to just say like we don't expect him back and he's downstairs in the room wrestling. I've never never <laughs> seen that. Yeah. I I do think that is, is sort of different and kind of a strange thing, but um it it is I when he said it at the time, I was surprised. And remember I, we did the show afterwards, I was I was surprised because I was hearing the exact opposite. I was literally hearing the exact opposite out of people really close to the program. He's progressing. We could see him back and we could see him back before Big Tens. That was the consistent message I was getting. And then right as I was kept hearing that, hearing that, don't expect to see him this year. I said it on the show that day. And yeah. then the news came out later yeah. today. I was like, oh, well, I look like an idiot. No, you don't. <laughs> no, we were right. I mean, it's like, you know, that it's just misinformation or whatever it was. Um, he changed his mind. He changed his mind. That's all. He changed his mind. He thought <laughs> one thing was going to happen, and he said, maybe not. That's all. <laughs> Change yeah. his mind. It happens. It yeah. happens exactly like it's that. It's his prerogative, one has said before. Yes. Bobby Bobby Brown, I believe that's his song. And Britney. Oh, really? Uh, didn't she do a remix? Years? Oh, maybe. Hey, <laughs> not to get too distracted, Kyle, I found out your advice. I watched the Tiger Woods thing. It was tremendous. Uh, thank you for telling me to watch it. And there's supposed to be a part two coming out, correct? What? I don't know about that. Did you watch two episodes? No, I couldn't find the second episode. It it it, it, it led on to me that there would be one more, and I couldn't find episode two. What? I wonder what I Tiger know, Woods there's, there's an episode two. It's already out. Where would yeah, you watch it there. on? It's definitely out there. I'm not good with the TV. I use the TV like maybe <laughs> once a week. You know, I can't remember. my. I think my wife was. Maybe she was sleeping ready or something. I think she was sleeping. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this Tiger Woods thing Kyle was telling me about. And, dude, I had to search so long to find it. I finally found oh my it. Oh, like, Yes. Episode two is the best it. one, the better yeah. one too. <laughs> well, that, I was looking forward to it and I couldn't find it. Now I gotta go have ben, my wife help me. Isn't it just called Tiger? But hold on, yeah, yeah it's called yeah. Tiger. Yeah, it's called Tiger. You had trouble finding Tiger? Well, so I so listen. Here's the deal with TVs these days. I don't know about you guys. You can't just like turn on the TV and go watch some crap, mm-hmm. right? You like go to TV and there's like, do I go to Netflix or Hulu or Prime Video or where the hell do I go on this thing? I don't know sometimes. So I click on the first one, I type in tiger, nothing comes up. Okay, mm. cool. I go to the next one, I type in tiger, nothing comes up. Oh, dang. Okay, maybe I maybe we don't have it. I don't know. I go to, I don't know, maybe Prime Video. I'm not sure. I type in tiger. Ooh, this looks good. I watch tiger. It says episode one. So I'm like, okay, this is great. Where's episode two? I don't know. I don't use a TV a lot. If it was on the internet, I'd probably be able to find it. I can't use a TV. Sorry. It's on the internet, just so you know. It's on the Prime thing. You should be able to find it on there. Have your wife help you tonight My or something. My wife will help me. It's the better one of the two. Yeah. Well, okay. did you? Oh, but hold on. I've got to push back even further, Ben. Not even on the location. You couldn't find the video. Fine. Okay. You're you're just entering that yes. age of of dad dad level <laughs> where we just don't can't watch find the TV. Things. My I dad don't finds use it better. TV. My dad loved it. Okay. But here's my issue. The Episode one ends with a very clear cliffhanger mm-hmm. of one of the ladies mm-hmm. coming in. So, so it's very yeah. obvious that there's going to be another episode. So it's like that's what I'm saying. Okay, so you you, you do. Yeah, he, was he was excited for the second one to come out. Part two was yeah. Oh. When it came out. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's out. It's out. Um, okay. So what's <laughs> when we have a less uh, busy show, we should talk about it because yeah. I think it's really really cool. I want to talk about Earl yeah, Woods. I mean, you need to have a conversation about Earl Woods. You know what? I see, sometimes I think, listen, okay, I'll, I'm going to give you one thing. So, like, sometimes I, I crap on over-invested parents. And, but you never really know their story, and it's hard to. But then when, like, the dude was Vietnam vet fighting on the front lines, it's hard to 
justify anything he anything he does is extreme because he's like you know he's obviously extreme parenting but the man was freaking laying bombs in vietnam so how do you judge him after that like what he's seen as extreme is so far past what i've seen as extreme yeah but he definitely messed up tiger big time (laughs) i mean he's like yeah it's extreme but um yeah i I don't (laughs) listen there are many people that have had a you know, war experiences that would not parent their child that way. Many, many, many. So I'm not, I'm not well, giving, I'm not giving Earl a pass at, at all. I'm saying it yeah. explains it, but I'm not, a, not excusing it. Right. But, um, yeah, the point stands. Okay. So we have to also talk about, um, a little further. What, what, what does it mean now that Kirk fleets in the mix? He got two matches yesterday well, for, for whatever reason they wrestled, they, Maryland was acquiesced and gave um, Kirkfleet two guys to pin instead of just one. Um, and he looks about like the guy we thought he would be. He looked healthy. He looked fast. Now, listen, he, I think he pinned two winless guys. Correct. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's all grain of salt. But we also – he had a pretty similar performance against Yusuf Hamida, who we know is really good. So Yeah, and uh, uh, Demetrius Thomas. He looked great against him also. Yeah. He killed him so fast. So, you know, the question is now, all right, everything is, can this team push Iowa? That is the question. Is it now? And re- listen, I'm telling you, without this Penn State lineup, there is absolutely no team race. There is no team. There's still not. No. You say no? I say yes. I say I no. S- I say there's a chance. I say no way. I watched him Friday night, and Robbie Howard – He's going to struggle to All-American. Um, Absolutely he's solid, true. I think that's true. But, yeah. um, 57, he's going to – he could be on the podium. It won't be very high. 65 is unlikely to All-American, in my opinion. 97 is also unlikely to All-American, in my opinion. I was Friday night he got a pin, so but that's just based on other matches. So they have six guys. Six guys to beat Iowa's 10. Because Iowa's going to probably score – points at all 10 weights maybe they're a little lower at two of the weights but Mm -hmm. they could also all america those two weights um and the problem is they don't have david taylor ed ruth bo nickel etc and this crop while they're very very good is not good like those guys were good yeah that's true and that's going to be the big thing there's going to be there needs to be an element of regression on the Iowa. Well, listen, every year there's there's some things you can count on, right? Typically. Penn yeah. State, in general, raises their level at NCAAs and outperforms their seeds. They outperform how they've True. looked throughout most of the year. Most every other team, Iowa included, sees regression at the NCAA tournament, okay? So you have an element of, you know, this right they're getting a little bit closer then if iowa has a couple weights where you have guys that are seated in the top four or five that don't place which happens every single year and then you have maximum performance from penn state like we've seen them have in the past i think it can get interesting right i'm so, i'm not i'm not gonna say penn state's gonna win I'm, they're not my pick i think there's a if there was a duel there was a dual championship they have a great shot in a dual meet which is ironic yeah. because um, 
It's not ironic, I guess, um, because I think Kale still probably would feel this way. I don't know. Do they have a great shot at duel? Because they would have to, so they'd probably have to win those six weights that I mentioned, likely. Um, Yeah. And it's tough when Spencer's a guaranteed pin. Exactly. Um, But then, so, I mean, even 33, as good as they are, I I pick RBY, but it's competitive. 41, as good as Nick Lee is, they have Jaden Ironman. It's also competitive. Mm -hmm. As good as Staroki is, hey, and we're starting to look a lot smarter. Yeah. Uh, on next, people were questioning us for a while, and now he's beat Labriola and no. not Labriola, Massa, right. Massa, and Romero, and Caleb. Romero back to back. Um, he's looking pretty good. He would have to beat um, Kemmerer. Like those are, those yeah. are not guaranteed wins by any sense of imagination. Yeah, um, no, it's it's going to be tough, but I think Penn State can absolutely win six against Iowa. They could win thirty three, forty one. They could win. Man, they could win forty nine. Maybe, maybe there's a 20% chance of that. There's a chance at 57, no chance at 65, 74, 84, 97 heavy. Penn State could win all those weights. I don't think Jacob Warner. could win 97. Absolutely. Listen. Ooh, that's a small chance, I think. A small chance? How small? Oh, well, let me just go check my uh, old wrestle stat to make sure (laughs) I'm not off. But I told you, I mean, I told you I was not super impressed with Michael Beard in the NLWC matches that I watched him in. Um, Didn't he wrestle Nate Jackson? uh, In one of those matches? I don't remember that one. I remember he barely beat, um, it was uh, maybe the Clarion kid. Yeah, ball sack. Let's see. So he's three and one. He, he, Pinned Hoffman, he beat Jerron Smith, Salemi from Wisconsin, and then he lost to Miles and me. And like, I don't know. There's, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not sold on him. I th- I don't think he's got much of a shot. Maybe we'll say ten percent against Warner. Ten percent. Yeah, I think that's. So if they wrestle ten w- times, Warner beat him in the old wrestled... UWW Cadets too. Yeah, I saw that too. I think Jacob Warner has proven to be a far better freestyler than folk styler. Is that not true? true? That's true. Okay. And I would say folk style is probably Beard's best style. Um, I think it's I think it's competitive. I'm glad we'll find out. Hopefully, where where they stack up. But I think I would give him. I would say it's sixty forty Warner favorite there. What? I mean, Warner's that close. been in, Warner's wow. been in some really close matches this year. I I think you've got to score points, right? And Warner is a re- reluctant attacker. Now yeah. I think he also doesn't I think give up easy points. He does not, and I think. It, it could be could be a scenario where Beard matches up terribly against Warner in that he's yeah. going to shoot a lot and Warner's got maybe the best go-behinds at that weight and he just runs behind like three or four times. And, and he wins. got some heavy hips. He, his hips are so are, heavy. They got to be so heavy. I, I don't know what so it heavy. is, but just, he just snaps dudes off um, when he sprawls. Yeah. So maybe I'm talking myself out of it a little bit. It could be a terrible matchup, but... Um, Wait, look, can I can I have a hot take here? Get fire them um, off. That's all. I, I've got like three going right now. Yeah, start okay. catching up. Man, I feel like there's been, and Bracky's going to be so pumped here. I feel like there's been this rise of the Big 12 197s. Oh, yeah. And and it, so I'm like, am I getting, am I forgetting about these Big 10 guys and how good they are at 197? Or are these Big 12 guys really this good where you could see you know, maybe Schultz finishes high, but maybe Warner and Beard don't even All-American or low All-Americans. That's kind of what I'm feeling like, but I feel like, then part of me feels like I could be way off. I don't think that was way off at all. I think Big 12's <clears throat> awesome. Um, no no Adams, Tanner, I mean, Tanner Sloan. 
having a great year. Big time point score. I mean, this guy just scores a, a lot of points in his matches. Um, and he did kill Warner one time. He did kill Warner on one occasion. Uh, I mean, Mr. Fast Twitch, AJ Ferrari. I feel like he's a little. I feel with AJ. I think he's going to be in every match, but I think he is going to be in against some of the better guys. He's going to have a hard time scoring. I mean, he has a hard time scoring on Woodley, right? Just to, just oh, yeah. to work to get that takedown is really tough. I feel like people are going to keep watching him. He's kind of one. He's not a one-trick pony, but he's kind of one note. It's kind of like one sort of thing. And you've yeah. you've alluded to this and alluded to it last week. Mm -hmm. But he's well, kind he's of also so disciplined on his defense. Yes. He doesn't do stupid things to kill himself, which is, as a freshman, <laughs> not doing stupid stuff to hurt yourself. That That's exceptional. That's the thing. That's why he's going to be in every single match. I don't think there's anyone. Maybe Miles Amin could pick him apart. I don't. But even that, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think he gets picked apart. Now, Miles Amin's another topic we should get into because he did not look great in his debut uh, at 197. And then I thought he looked awesome against Caffey. Did you watch this match, Ben? Well, but Caffey came back. I was going to say, so Caffey, Cam Caffey, listen, I know you love to scramble. You got to move your feet a little bit. It was the, the first takedowns were just too easy. Um, so, yeah. Cam, move, move your feet a little more. But Cam was, he got one takedown in the, the third period, and then he was... I thought he he should have got another one. He got a little greedy and went for the cradle. Um, well, he had to. Which would have made it, I, I think, a 10-8 match. Yeah, I mean, he kind of had to, right, because there was a short time. But I think he could have relatively easily had that takedown if he did not go for the cradle. It would have been 10-8 on, on the scoreboard at that time. So um, not 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 super close, but not also like, oh, my gosh, he killed him. He, he well, For the first four minutes, that was the case, and then the last three was different. Yeah, so... I don't know. I guess I've we watched the same match, but I kind of saw it a little differently. I thought he just looked you like I thought he looked totally in control. I thought it looked like he could kind of score. It looked almost like a freestyle match, just like get my takedowns, get my takedowns. He was getting them with ease, and then at at a certain point, he's like, "All right, I have this match won." And I think he took his foot off the gas a little bit. I don't think he looked tired per se. I think he was like just a little more risk averse, and instead of fighting stuff hard, he turned down, which is maybe not the greatest. Signal, but how good he looked in the first, I don't know, I guess it was a period and a half, really impressed me and yeah. made me think, okay, I've kind of been on Amin as the best guy at 197 for a bit, and I feel yeah. I feel validated in that. Now, we'll see what no, happens. He's, a, he's the best guy. Okay. For sure. Uh, you know what that was kind of match was kind of a little bit like? An, another similar one to that was... Um, uh, uh, Aaron Brooks, Chris Weiler, uh, was con where he just Weiler was just too heavy on the front foot, just like Caffey was, and mm -hmm. the, the guys just pick, kind of picked him apart a little bit on it. Um, yeah, yeah. So I thought I thought Miles Amin looked good. It was cool to see him back, uh, you know, in the mix for for Michigan. I mean, at this point, can you expect? I don't expect to see Michich. I don't expect to see Soriano. I just yeah. think these guys are. Off in freestyle land, doing their thing and not interested in, in wrestling. What are they for their doing? They're made, they're they're it's so annoying. It well, Soriano, so I understand lineup. to a certain degree because it's like, well, I don't, I don't. To, to me, it makes sense for him to wrestle, and but but at least you could say, okay, trials are coming up, and you don't want to compete so close to that. You're feeling good. You're wrestling mm. great. You just 
put on a you just had a performance that France had put the entire country and maybe world on notice. Like this is a guy who can contend at 57. First, Micic, I don't understand at all because he is not only on the team, he is qualified. So all yeah. he has to do is be ready for early August, right? So you wrestle yes. at conferences, wrestle at NCAAs, and then you've got all the time in the world to, to you know, be ready for, for Serbia because you're the man, you're qualified, you're going. But I think at this point, I, I don't know that you can expect to see him. Um, nothing yeah, definitive no, has been no said. Not that it's so silly. Well, it's, it, 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 it really hurts. It really hurts uh, Michigan. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy, he yeah. he could absolutely win. I mean, we listen, we're, if, if, sure. if Ben Askren can have the, the, the Beard Warner callback, I guess we can call back to the Michich fix matches from, you know, 2014 or 15. Um, but, the, you know, he, he had, he was able to beat Dayton then uh, for what it's worth. And yeah, they're both, they both continued to be awesome from that point on. And I think he's a, he's a, He's obviously a tier one guy at 133. He's obviously a guy that could win 133. Dayton Fix would be my pick regardless. But, um, you know, they don't they don't get those points, and Ragason is not going to make up that difference. I mean, they went so, from when we took Mitrich out, they were second in the tournament team rankings to fifth outside trophy. Yeah. So um, Ragason, someone, I guess I heard someone alluding to the fact that maybe he's got a really hard time making 25, and that's why he's up at 33 now. What do you guys make of that? So I, I took, I think a couple things. One, he's definitely big for twenty five. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. RTC Cup and talk with him, talking with Coach Burmet, they know they understood he would be a big, a big twenty five this year. Mm-hmm. I viewed it, I view it a little differently. Him moving up, I think it just kind of optimizes. I think they think it optimizes their lineup to have him at thirty three and get Medley at his natural eight. Medley is a more Shirt or uh, a more better size twenty five than than um, a thirty three, and then Ragason could easily, I think, get up to one thirty three. But what I think was was maybe happening because it, for the Penn State match, Ragason weighed in at one twenty nine, which to me says he was trying to stay light enough mm-hmm. to come down to twenty five in the event of Michich's return. So I think they're gonna they're caught in the middle, but. Come, the, I do think he'll go 33 if Micic doesn't come back. But I also think, there's like, it's a lot here. I think he'd be better off at 25. I think he's really interesting at 25. I, and you look, listen, no yeah. one's beating Spencer. Um, but I think he's interesting at 125. At 33, there's a big four there that I don't see him getting inside. And maybe he, maybe he could be a top 10 dude. But I think he's a top four-ish guy at 125. Yeah, I agree with that. Potentially. Yeah. Micic, Soriano. Guys, you only get a couple more NCAA tournaments. Freaking show up already. Big Tens are only two weeks away. Buy your plane tickets. Where is it again? I was confused. Last night I thought it was New Jersey. You're telling me it's at Penn State. Listen, buy your tickets to State College. It's tremendous in March. Go wrestle at the Big Tens. NCAAs in St. Louis. Go wrestle there. Make us all happy. I mean, are we ever going to see him wrestle folk style again? Yeah. I mean, if Mitra doesn't wrestle one of them, if Mitra doesn't wrestle this year, why? I mean, how could you think he'd right. ever come back? No, it's a, it's a free year, and you've qualified already. You're not gonna wrestle now, and it's also it's your team's window, right? This is 
This is well. Twenty twenty two is in Detroit. <clears throat> yeah, I I think it's gonna. I think twenty. Honestly, they they may have missed their window too. Their their window just made it. It may be shut because Iowa's just too good these next two years. Well, yeah, because when we were originally making our plan, the NCAA didn't have the shenanigans where everyone gets to come back because you think if Iowa didn't get a free year, um, Spencer DeSanto, <laughs> Ironman, Marinelli, and Kemmerer are done this year. Think of how many points that is. It's at least 10. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I said at least. It could, it could it could, could be more hundred. It could be more. I'm just giving the the baseline uh, oh starting range. Yeah, it's so it, it'll be tough for for Michigan, but they're gonna be really good. They have some guys coming in, and um, yeah. Do we uh, let's talk about let's talk about our guy Carter Staraki, Ben. Um, which yeah, there, there's conflicting information here on how to say this man's name. I always thought it was Staraki. Yeah, Rock, I saw you and Shane Sparks fighting. We're not fighting. Let it never be said. Don't try to don't try to tear this family apart, Ben. Don't do that, Ben. Yeah, that's not cool. Um, uh, but but Starokey. he we both kind of went went about the right way. Brock Height asked Carter at at the PWC or Powerade, and seemed to think he said that it was Staraki, but Penn State is saying it's it's Starachi, I think. Um, I thought they said it was Staroki. No, I'm here. There, there's a cha in there, so we gotta get we gotta get definitive there's with this. There's a cha. There's a cha. Um, some, some uh, you know, some websites have uh, pronunciation guides, so I'm gonna go to Penn State Wrestling. They Penn, don't I'm listen on it right now. The mo- oh, yeah. the Penn State motto is the less information, the better. So even <laughs> it could that could even if yeah. not even alluding to the fact that Kerfley could be back is not an option, then pronunciations are out too. They got his parents, though. Why do they even have a roster? They should just delete it. <laughs> you don't know who's on their team. Well, they like to list their entire roster as their potential 149 starters sometimes. They've, <laughs> they've been listing, like, five guys. They did pare it down to two this week. That was that was helpful. Yeah. Um. So I think it's going to – does anyone know what happened to Verclaren either? Because I, I figured I – I assumed the I assumed the starting battle would be between he and – He did oh. the senior night ceremonies last night. Oh, snap. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm I'm interested about senior night because they're doing senior nights like for Oklahoma State, like Gear and Boo and I don't even want to say it, but Cade Brock. Mm. Oh, he came out on crutches, big old brace. He looked great. He had some killer sideburns. <laughs> His hair was awesome. <laughs> he looked yeah. like I don't know what he looked like. He looked cool. Um, <laughs> but these guys all could be back next year. Boo said he's not coming back. Boo, no, Boo shouldn't be back. I mean, I want him back. But um, you know he's, he's the injury thing. But gear, I guess, is is gonna be. I don't know. Maybe you do the ceremony if you're not sure, just in case you you don't come back. Yeah, perhaps. So that maybe be he wanted two ceremonies. Maybe yeah. he wanted. See, that's the thing. He doubles up now. Two ceremonies. That could two be Christmases. Kind of, that could be fun. To double senior yeah. night, double the shine. I don't want to get you guys distracted, but we were trying to talk about Staroki. Then we talked about the lineup, Denver Clear, and that led us to Oklahoma State. Can we get back to Carter Staroki? Listen, you took Staroki, you took us Staroki, from Staroki, any of those. You took us from Iowa Penn State to the Tiger Doc. So, and <laughs> your inability to find things on smart TVs, and Lord forbid we talk about the eligibility of all American caliber wrestlers. I'm so sorry, Ben, but you're right. Keeping on track, Caleb Romero, Carter Staroki, Starochi, Staroki wrestled. And it was a really close match. I 
It looked like Caleb Romero kind of had it. He was really close on a single. And I have a pet peeve, Ben, but I'm bad at wrestling. Uh-oh. And you happen to be really good. So there's a thing that happens in a lot of matches against good with, – with high-caliber guys, and I don't understand it. Guys will get that stand – they'll get the single, and they'll get standing with yeah. it. And they get it. They get the foot right in the armpit, just like Coach taught you. And they get so excited because the foot's kind of close. And they it, they dive <laughs> down to the mat and they lose it. And the guys square up and they don't finish it. It drives me nuts every single time. Why yeah. do they do it, Ben? Why do they do it? I have no idea. Okay, D- so diving I'm not to the other ankle. No, diving to the other ankle does not work a high percentage of the time. It is really small percentage. Um, I guess the only caveat i would say there is some guys are so good at bouncing that they're really hard to make fall down mm-hmm. um but i would say you know stick with it try to make them fall down unless obviously unless a short time um because yeah i think going to that other other ankle is really low percentage and people do not get there very often any good wrestler can feel that out and either either get longer stretch square up you know the handful of things you can do at that point so yeah, that's that's not good. What about the edge call though? When I and I don't know why, maybe Romero thought he could get a stall call, but he just kind of like dove at him, and oh. and Soroki hit the go behind. But they, but you know, they were both out of bounds for a portion of time, even though they weren't out of bounds at the end. So they gave the takedown initially, then came back and waved it off. I thought that was pretty crazy, and, and a bad tactical error by uh, Caleb Romero when he did that. I was like. I don't know why I was like, he's losing this match. Like, not yeah. not because the takedown gave out, because I thought he thought they went out of bounds. I was like, that's just so such a tactical blunder. I was like, he's kind of, I don't know if he's like really confident right now or something. I don't know. I just felt felt yeah. it. I was like, this, he's not going to win this match. No, I agree. I felt that too. Um, and I thought that was... Well, I you know, the other a- thing that's interesting, Christian, is both Massa and um, Romero... And I don't know why, because these guys are really high level. So I'm not trying, but there's something about, uh, and this kind of, kind of could go to what you were just saying about where you, you saw something in him where you thought he was going to lose. They just, they go to Granby's way too early, hmm. right? In, in the overtime period where they're trying to roll and do stuff. And it's like, dude, that man, that this doesn't work that often. Every once in a while, it's the right choice, but not frequently. And, you know, Caleb Romero, I think he tried his first Granby at like, I don't know, 20 seconds left in the, in the double OT. And then you have to like start from scratch because if they stop it, you're all the way on your belly. Flat. And now you got to talk about going from your belly to an escape in 20 seconds. Like, dude, that's hard. Yeah. When the game is just riding out, when that's the thing you're trying yes. to do. It's really, really tough. Um, yeah, I thought, I, yeah, that was, um, and that's the thing. So for for Kimmer, this thing about the, the the match we need to see right now. There's a couple. Labriola is there's is, a lot. Labriola is kicking people's necks in currently. He yes. looks awesome, and maybe we should say it right now. It's going to be a Kimmer Labriola file. That that on paper is what looks like it's going to happen. Um, I'm not ready to rule out. I'm not ready to rule out. Uh, we'll just say Carter since we don't know how to say his last name. I'm yeah. not ready to rule Nor him I. out. At Absolutely all. not. Absolutely That's gonna not. be a semi, right? I just ruled them out. Though. I'm not ruling them out. You kind of ruled them out, right? Listen, there. Listen, just did. Rewind back the tape. He did that, right, Ben? He kind of ruled them out. He was like Labriola. Definitely ruled them out. Finals. He ruled them out. I didn't invite you on here to be to be. <laughs> hey, hey, 
You said get on Ben. I got Ben on. I got on Ben a little bit. He doesn't know how to find. <laughs> oh, shows. oh, I, I see what's him, up here. I gave him some, but hey, I, I gotta stay honest. I gotta stay true here. I he never kinda, said to get on Ben. He, That's, said, he said get on Ben. hundred <laughs> percent Ben. Now listen, I said. Uh, well, I think piles. I said. What I think I said. Now I now my confidence is shaken. But what I mean is, I think on paper, the NCAA final and the Big Ten final we should expect is Kimmer Labriola. I think we should expect that. Those guys aren't losing well, to Donnell Washington or 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 the like, right? Those guys are, I okay. believe, superior. Um, Man, Donnell, well, Donnell, he's been doing some really good things. But I got to assume, here's how the Big Ten's going to go. It's going to go Kemmer 1, Labriola 2, Starogi 3. So those two will wrestle in the, the uh, semis. But then you go Massa and Romero 4-5. And so that's a, that's a really tough quarter. And mm -hmm. then, um, right, that's a tough match against Kemmer. Oh, my gosh. And then what I just didn't think about is if Donnell is a six, he's going to have Carter in the quarters, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. So much fun. Let's go to State College. Let's do it. <laughs> but we can't. We're not allowed in. But we can watch. And here's another thing. Here's, here's the thing for me. How much do you think Kale paid his athletic department to say no, no media in? Yeah. Just, They're not even letting uh, parents in. Yeah. What? <laughs> There's only going to be, well, maybe some parents. There'll be some parents, right? There's like 500 people total, including the teams and wrestlers. Like, they're, all the, all the, like, teams I wrestling. saw, like, Gable and all them well, tweeting about it. Their parents can't come. 14 times 10 is, that's 140 wrestlers. Yeah, but plus. they got coaches. So let's just say, let's just say, if coaches and trainers, say 15, 15 times 14. What's that? That's I saw, I, I'm trying to think 10. of who. I saw people tweeting about it this weekend. 15 times 14 is the, 210. 210. How are we getting? Yeah. But yeah, how are you getting parents for all those people? You couldn't have two for everyone because that would be that would be more, correct? Yeah. Well, if you had two fans per person, that's 490. We're golden. Mm. There we go. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe, well, well I, I guess you need referees. You need referees and table workers, so maybe not. Oh yeah. You definitely you about do. those. Yeah. Parents are out. Yep. And Trainers so, for every team. Maybe they have parents working I mean, tables. Parents were oh, parents snap. working tables in the hour th throwback. They, Great idea. They definitely won't mess the clocks up. They won't. No they, bias. They won't have any bias no at bias. all. Um, they should be the refs, actually. That'd be awesome. There we go. So you, you, can, you can have you can have the non wrestling wrestlers be the referees. <laughs> so like, hey, one twenty five, you just got done. You're refing one fifty seven. So let's go. Hey, here's another thing um, regarding seventy four seeds. Why shouldn't Labriola be the one? They had a duel, and Labriola made the walk. There was no Michael Kemmer. He well, I he mean, did not have Kemmer his opportunity beat him last year. I... Well, so so he just gets to keep that win forever and be the one seed. I'm cool with it. I'm. What are you cool with? With uh, Labriola being the one. <laughs> okay, cool. Then we're cool. I, yeah, I guess I could be cool. I mean, yeah, I don't feel too strong either way. I think you got a good argument there. Labriola is currently eight and zero. I believe Kimmer's like 2-0. No. Yeah. He's only wrestled two matches? Well, Iowa hasn't wrestled in two weeks, He's Christian. He's 4-0, sorry. 4-0. 4-0. I know he missed that first one. I guess I didn't realize they had wrestled that many already. Yeah. So, I, I mean. What's crazy, though, is Labriola, uh, Labriola does not have wins over any other really high-level Big Ten guys. Um he has wins over – his highest one is Donnell Washington. So, he hasn't wrestled any of the other guys – uh, Carter, um, 
Romero, Romero Massa, uh, Kemmerer, Massa, none of those guys. How did that happen? How do you wrestle well, none of those guys? They had the two-week break. They missed a bunch of the duels they were supposed to have. N- Nebraska yeah. did? Oh, shoot. No, my bad. Well, Patrick Kennedy wrestled thinking. for Kemmerer, so he would have wrestled Kemmerer in that I don't know why I was Michigan there. Yeah, I don't know how they didn't hit any of those weird. teams. Um, well, he's supposed to wrestle Kemmerer. Didn't get that. The, Michigan just wasn't on the just schedule. Just the weird Big Ten rotational thing, yeah. And Ohio State wasn't on the schedule either. Right. Mm. Yeah, I'm good with, I would be good with him going number one. Yeah. Uh, it's, I could see it either way. Also, what the heck do you do with heavyweight? With, with Kirkley, he can't be seated high. Um, no, it's two wins yeah, over winless wrestlers. It's a disaster. Yeah, it's a disaster. It's a, so um, the, the Maryland guy is, would be like the 14th seed. Right? He'd be the 14th seed. So he, if he's the 13, <clears throat> where does the 13 go in the, in the bracket? Four. Okay. Right? Yeah. So he would be on the top side. Man, that Maybe would be Luff- stupid to be the four. He should Maybe not against be Luffman? He's, he is – you're kind of screwed no matter where he goes. It's going to be bad. Like, it's not – in a perfect world, honestly, I think you want him in, like, the four quarter. I think that's the fairest thing. Like, when, why not on the bottom? Um, because why? Sh- I don't think there's a case for him to be above Mason or Cassiope. Man. I mean, even though I think he beats Cassiope. Okay, I'm gonna tell you, per- perfect for me. We make him climb the ladder. Yeah, put him at the seven. He's got to beat the six, the three, the two, the one to win the tournament. Love it. There we go. Put him there. That's a great idea, right? I'm curious how the the seating meeting there will be really interesting because. I can imagine, um, you know, if I'm Iowa, I don't want him anywhere near my quarter, right? So you're fighting to get him away yes. from there. If you're not if you're the Mason, six or the six. so it couldn't be. So that would be the what? The six, the seven, the ten, four, yes. the six, seven, ten, fourteen. Six, seven, ten, eleven, fourteen. He won't be in fourteen. So you could be this. ten or eleven. That's that would. I could see that. Yeah, he could be the. 10 or the 11. Outside the top eight, the Big Ten is very bad at heavyweight. Very bad. So, hey, let's, let's, all right, thinking of Kirk Fleet, and we all kind of think he's, uh, we can all say we think he's a top three guy, right? We feel, we feel comfortable saying that Gable Mason. Honestly, seven, seven or eight is probably the most fair spot. So, okay, you have Gable, Mason, Cassiope. Luffman, Lance, Hilger, that's six. Ohio State's guy would be number seven. So you put him at eighth. I mean, who? everyone else stinks to, to what so you So then he hits said. Mason no in the else. quarter? Um, no. Be, who's going to be one? Gable's going to be one. Right. I said so put him at eight. Hit, he'd hit Gable. Oh, snap. <clears throat> Sorry. I think 10, yeah. 10 would be a better spot because then 10 would go against – Seven first round, two second round, maybe the 11. 11 versus six, and then, oh, yeah, 11 versus six, and then. Yeah, that's, that sounds better than the alternative. Yeah. All right, now here's my question for you, Ben. Um, okay. I have an opinion, but yours is better Uh-oh. probably. Let's hear So who do you think Kirk Fleet matches up better against, Mason or Gable? <sighs> that is a good question. Um. 
You know, I mean, you know, the question I would, uh, I would want to, or the, the, the scenario I would want to see before I would make a decision on this. Cause I don't feel very confident is how good is he on bottom? Cause mm -hmm. Mason Paris is a freaking hammer on top. Gable, Gable's not very good at top. Right. Yeah. And so like if bottom was a liability, uh, it's not going to be exposed against Gable. Most likely he's probably not going to do anything on top. If you stink on bottom, Mason Paris is probably going to pin you. Because yeah. he's that good on top. And because of his, the way he wrestles, he's probably going to get one opportunity on top at some point during the match. Yes. So I would like to see him against someone that's relatively good on top before I would pick on one of those. So I think he matches up better against Gable than Mason. Um, I think. Why do you think that? Okay, a couple reasons. One, I think that Mason is a guy that is going to come at you for seven minutes and maybe gable is that now but in the past we've seen gable in big matches he'll pick his spots and get his takedowns but mm -hmm. he's not going to turn it up for for seven minutes straight i feel like mason is probably yeah. going to do that and i think to this not even factoring in the uh I, I could see greg coming out and getting two takedowns quick on on mason mason gets away mm -hmm. gets away in his face continues to attack and then seven minutes is is a really long time Plus, you factor in the fact that he's probably not been training full on because he's been dealing with an injury, et cetera. Yeah. I think that's going to make it tough. Whereas I think Kirkfleet and Gable, both those guys, ultra fast, super slick, technical um, guys that are going to – I think they would be more – they would prefer to just pick their spots, get their takedowns, play a, play a, uh, a takedown battle game. I think mm -hmm. Greg is going to be more in that match than – he will against Mason now. And I, I think the the leaps that we've seen Mason make are tremendous. And one thing watching Mason, he's, he's one of my favorite guys to watch in the country. He is so fun. He's so dumb. He is so like freak strong in some positions. He just does things yeah, like seriously. Pick, he, I, he did this one thing. Who was he wrestling? I can't even recall. Maybe it was Rebatero, but like, he's like in a scramble or whatever. And he just like picks him up and like throws him over. Like, you know, it's like not, an option for most wrestlers, but for him, he's so strong. He can do it, but his double leg now that he used to be like all that he had the dump and he had like kind of the long, slower kind of single where he'd get really extended and just be mm -hmm. strong and finish. Now he's got this double that he's like firing off and finishing consistently. That is like, yes, boom, straight in head up, hips in back straight and like takes a guy over him having like that many different threats on his feet. I, he, he just looks so impressive to me this year. So I think he's the better matchup now. I'm not making a case for Mason over Gable. I still think I still think it's Gable. I think it's Gable over all these guys. But I'm saying I think Kirkfleet matches up better against Gable than Mason. For those yeah, reasons. I mean, you know what? When when you're talking about that, it's like what what? I feel like maybe maybe because of injury or something, we haven't really seen him in too many battles um and, you know you have to think kind of hard and especially how many folk style battles have you seen him in where it's like a really tough competitive drawn out match and i can't think of any mm. can you i mean the, the gable three two in high school what else yeah there's there's not many examples of that um that was like the one close match um yeah. So, so I, I think, yeah, I'm excited to see him at Big Tens because we haven't got to see him in a lot of high-level folk style matches. And we'll we'll probably get to see him in more high-level folk style matches in one weekend than we've got to see him in the last two to three years. Yeah, that's the crazy thing.
Cody Arnold mm-hmm. brought up a good point regarding his seating. Um, Neville's just beat Orndorff, and if he's starting yes. over Neville's, he has an argument to be the seven. I don't think you. you I don't think that's right. I mean, I get the logic. The logic makes tons of sense. I just don't like the idea of okay, he's the starter, therefore <laughs> he gets that guy's wins because okay, for example, I mean, I don't know. Because then you could just say, all right, Max Murin's out, and we're putting in this other 49. We get Max Murin's wins because we're Iowa, and he beat well, – we could say okay. he beat him out. Well, I'm just saying, he's 2-0. and oh, He beat two winless guys, so give me Max Murin's wins. That, I, it, guess, I guess you'd have to look at their credentials. He has a win over Luis Fernandez last year, um, who is a top 15 guy if the Ivies are in. I guess that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cornell is going to be good this year. I know. Bummer. Dag on it. Um, so yeah, yeah, that is that is there are a few arguments to be made. Cody Arnold brings up a good point. Um, I couldn't believe, ne- dude. So Neville's beats Orndorff on senior night. They benched our man Gas Tank Gary permanently. I just, I just he can't beat Neville's last year. He beat Neville's. He beat Luffman. He beat uh, another guy that a um, bunch of. Everyone? He beat everyone? He beat everyone. He <laughs> won NCAAs last year, and they put him on the bench, Ben. KB was ready to ride. I, but, we got go to go to Columbus. And Tate Orndorff hasn't even been that good. I don't know no. what they're doing. I mean, Orndorff's almost a regression from what he was at Utah Valley. He's 4-5 and five on the year. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what to say there. So who are the all right? I know there's another guy. He beat he beat Luis Fernandez too. Oh my gosh! So he beat Luffman. There's someone else he beat that um, I think Orndorff lost to. Yes, yes, Dan Gary. Well, I so so Orndorff has lost to. I mean, they're all relatively good. Luffman, Hilger, Cassiope, Paris, Nevels. He's lost to oh, those okay. five, but he doesn't really have any good wins. His wins are Colucci, Ribataro. Um, K- Capes, however you say that, and then Floral. So, um, not really any good wins for Orndorff. Um, they should have thrown Gas Tank Gary in there. I, don't I know mean, on senior is. night in the Cavelli Center against a guy he's beaten in a match in a duel you already lost. You already lost yeah. the duel. Duel's over. You can't win. So, wrestle GTG. But no. Yeah. They benched. They benched our man's. He needs to transfer. Some, some, some other school should there. recruit Gas Tank Gary. What what school should recruit Gas Tank Gary for his extra year? You know what's what stinks. He hmm. should have left this year. He should, yeah. as soon as they got Orndorff, they're like, okay, I'm taking the gas station elsewhere. Yeah, you should go to West Virginia, right, Bracky? Yes. Yeah, Ohio, Ohio U, to West Virginia. Absolutely. Ohio U, West Virginia, either one. Oh, Joel Greenley would have him at the top of the He'd be yes. beating Adam Kuhn, just like Jeremy Johnson. Joel, Joel Greenley has success with heavyweights that have a gas tank. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Man. Well, it would have been great to see him. Uh, it's unfortunate. I know it's, it's, it's a little tongue-in-cheek with Gary, but I'm dead serious about the freaking senior night. That's that's no tongue in cheek. Well, I'm dead guy. serious about him going somewhere else. Oh he, yeah, he I'm dead serious about that too. Teams next year, he's probably and I'm dead serious about guy. West Virginia. <laughs> we all let yeah, it never be said. Very close. West Virginia is very close to Ohio. Yeah. I guess who's West Virginia's heavyweight? Kyle, <clears throat> Michael Wolfgram. He's a freshman. He's, he's terrible. Been, he's been solid. Bit, I mean, he's at Gaston Gary would absolutely be an upgrade. 
Let me yeah. look. You would, yeah, you'd Michael, Michael and then Wolf you comes out doing terrible. Learning from Gas Tank Gary the you, right ways. That's a guy to learn from. You know, it's like you want your quarterback under the wing of a of a of a Tom Brady. He, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he'll never get to see the field. It'll he'll be perfect. Never, he'll never start. It's like, uh, well, it's better than Brett Favre, who just wouldn't help Aaron Rodgers. It was openly. Um, but Hey, uh, I, tough I love. Tough love, Piles. Don't talk bad about Brett Favre. I know. I got two <laughs> Favre homers here. But it's okay. Um, okay, so free gas tank, Gary. I hope he finds – I hope he wants to keep wrestling and we get to see him in the lineup. And um, Yeah, that would be great. All right, did we did we touch Next on Next year is literally going to be the toughest NCAA year ever because no one's no one's going anywhere. They're all staying unless unless for some reason a whole bunch of guys decide like I'm done with this crap. I don't want to do my 6 year. Well, there there's another factor. I I don't know. I feel like this year should be the toughest year cuz there's there's absolutely no reason to redshirt this year. There's reason to redshirt next year cuz it counts, mm, that's right? That's true. So Theoretically, yeah, this... be, I feel it'll be weird. Like, don't you feel like it'll be kind of weird? Okay, so say, well, Keegan, right? Or any one of my guys that's a true freshman this year. Let's go. They wrestled this year. Mm-hmm. They are eligible for a redshirt next year. But don't you feel like it'll be weird to redshirt next year when you've already wrestled? Like, that would be, I mean, you obviously could, but I feel like it'd be really strange. Yeah, I'm curious how we'll, how we'll see it handled. Because um, yeah. obviously, the most common time to redshirt is your true freshman year. And um, you never know, but. Um, and next year is going to be tough. There's no, there's no question about it because you're just adding, you're just keeping a lot of the wrestlers and we think we will keep a lot of the wrestlers and then, um, yeah, it should be tough. Okay. Where to, where, where do we want to go next? Um, the first, uh, conference precedes came out yesterday. Okay. Um, EIWA precedes are out, Ben. And uh, it does not appear they're changing allocations. You look at some of these weights, and they're really going to get some. They're really going to get some dudes. What in are they doing, guys? What are they doing? Why? Wow, I mean, this. you didn't get to. I I know. Yeah, it's, we rage, Christian. Is... You want to rage for a few minutes? Because me and Kyle <laughs> went off on this. I mean, you can it's, go. Oh, it, it, it's it's just so. Let it out. I I I don't know how to be even remotely diplomatic, but it's just like common sense. Is you don't have to, to be. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. It, it's just bad judgment. Bad, you have no ability. You just wanted to, they just took the easy way out. Just like have a formula tell it. That won't be biased or that'll be, we can just, that way it's just, it's just leadership wanting to take their hands off of any accountability and say, well, we just came up with the formula and we just used the data and we let the data pick. It's like, no, you just, you just ignored basic common sense and you rewarded Seriously. some conferences that are just mired in mediocrity and don't even have teams that are earning allocations. Imagine, I mean, a scenario where Cornell and Princeton are earning allocations. Those, that's like 18-ish. That's probably at least 15 <laughs> allocations. That should not be at the EIWAs. Okay. Yeah. You have programs that don't exist earning well, allocations. They have, five, they have five, Christian. They have five. Five schools are any allocations that, that are not wrestling. And then you throw in the few that Brown gets, the few yeah. that Columbia Harvard. and Penn I was just saying Harvard. two teams right there instantly, 15. Wait, not right. six. So that's six. I know. Yeah. I know, Ben, but not all. Ben. He's just saying the majority come that's from. That's a lot of allocations, Christians. That's like 25 <laughs> allocations they're getting. What are they doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's bad. But you've got programs. That, it's just it's just a lack of leadership. We've seen it throughout NCAA wrestling at times. Um, we've seen it with 
the seeding. We saw it, man, with Brian Robuto and, and Ian Miller. I'm sorry, Ben. I know you love Brian, but that they just they just screwed that man. Why and they you double, bring that they, one up? Why would I not bring that up? That NCAA, that committee. We got all this stuff to complain about, and you bring up Brian Robuto? You go Budo on it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. It's your friend. You can say real Budo. I thought it was Butte. That was a Buto, but that's fine. I don't know how to say the name, maybe. Um, but that is that was an example. They voted. They said, this is cool. He had fewer points, but he wins because we don't want to change a result on the mat. Um, so, yeah, we've seen it on occasion with, with NCA. It's really, really bad. It's poor judgment, and um, I'm sure you guys already touched on it, so I won't go any further but it's it stinks there's gonna be some there's gonna listen you want the best 33 guys in that's the point that's the point you want to close yeah you're gonna miss so in some cases the 35th guy is gonna get in the 32nd guy is not gonna get in and things like that happen but you are gonna have guys that absolutely do not belong in the tournament in the tournament um like EIWA at... has is in shambles right now compared to what it normally is and they're earning the regular amount of 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 qualifiers like looking at um 184 pounds for example they get six auto qualifiers oh no there's one guy in the top 25 right now in that and that's the one seat Lou Dupre um 174 they get six at that weight and they get six at that weight 174 they get five there's one ranked wrestler in the top 25 right now and that's the one seed Michael Malley EIWA is single-handedly going to make the NCAA brackets as weak as they've been in years that's going to happen, Ben. They're going to make the brackets as weak as they be, and there's going to be guys on the outside. There's no wiggle room with the auto spots, right? There's no wiggle room. I don't want to be a dick, but I'd never heard of Ross McFarland. Yeah, <laughs> Ben. <laughs> don't hate on Hofstra, Long Island. Long Island, stand up. We're we're coming. I mean, for have it. you guys heard of him? Where did he wrestle high school? You guys haven't heard of him? Somewhere We're... in New York. <laughs> he's from New York. Uh, no, I have no idea where he's from. Um, he could be related to Booger McFarland for all I know. That's that's in that's possible. I don't know who he is. Forty one getting five is not great. His best his best win this year on WrestleStat is number sixty nine. Brad Laughlin. Nice. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. The EIWA is. I'm sorry, EIWA. Live on flow, but it is this field. The EIWA is an awesome conference when it has its teams. You don't have your teams this year, okay? They're missing seven teams. You're missing seven teams. Seven. And seven. guess what? You're six. missing the first and third best, okay? Um, maybe second best. I don't know. Princeton, Princeton this year probably Princeton's beats good. Lehigh, right? Yeah, this probably you're missing your two best teams. Lehigh very down, yes. Lehigh's down this oh, we, year. Oh, Lehigh beat them last year though, right? Yeah, but they're better. But Princeton's, Princeton would probably beat them this year. They did, but if you look at Lehigh this year, they did get Jordan Wood back, but no Humphreys. No Brandon Patesel. Um, I know I'm missing a few guys too. They, I mean, they have like three guys in the rankings. No Darren Cruz. No Darren Cruz. No Brandon Hatchet. No Ryan Price. No Zach Ray. <laughs> <laughs> How long did we have to go? How many names did I, did I have to pull out of Troy Letters to get to get him to laugh? My gosh. <laughs> Troy Letters was the man. If he would have had that damn neck injury, he would have whooped Johnny Hendricks. John Hendricks never won one NCAA title that year. Okay, <laughs> and they 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 miss his ever since he graduated. Uh, it's been tougher there for him. I wonder uh, what Troy Letters is doing these days. Mitch Minotti. Mitch Minotti, that's a good one. Yeah, forget about him. NCAA semifinals. Randy Cruz. Randy Cruz. 
How, Luke, hey, Luke I, when Karam. you play this game, you want to hear this game when Luke we're board driving NCAAs? Portal, by the way. Yep. Hey, you want to hear this game? And listen, anyone, any of our listeners can steal this game. Christian, you want to hear it going, okay. going to NCAAs? Got it. You, you, so car four dudes cruising NCAAs. You pick a, a category and you keep going around until you can't name someone in that category. And then the loser has to do a set of push-ups. And so you just keep accumulating. So it could be like NCAA qualifiers at 133. And you just got to keep naming them until you can't. Or like people on the Iowa Hawkeye roster. Okay. Like the game. I like that. Or you that. could say former Lehigh All-Americans in your guys' case. Ooh, that would be fun. Okay. I don't know how long I could go. I could go for a little bit for there. I th- Daryl Burley. I think I just played this game. <laughs> I don't know. I Mike Caruso. You guys did. Yeah. Mike Caruso. You yeah. guys didn't name Mike Caruso. We didn't. There were a no. few good ones in the chat. No John Trans, no Corey Cooperman. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Cooperman. I, I was trying to go a little more random with it. Yeah, I thought you guys were going obscure. Those guys are kind of like big timers. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I did say Gordon Wolf, guys. I mean, I wasn't just exactly going Lehigh Legends only. Wolf had fun <laughs> matches, though. Wolf, he was a blast. He had fun matches. If you know, if you watch Gordon Wolf, you're like, that guy was fun to watch. Big I, time. He loves reversals. Just reversals. He loves getting reversed just to set up the re-reverse. Um, okay. The long con. Long, that's the longest con of all. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's it's audacious. It's bad. And it's going to really jack up the brackets when you've got six 184-pounders from the EIWA in there. And it's like, okay, yeah, some weak guys in there. But you have to look at who that's going to keep out. Mm-hmm, who is yeah. that going to keep out? That's going to keep out some really good guys. All these not twelve is under allocated, and I'm not doing a thing. They should be all the. I'm sure they're they're not happy about it. Um, so it's gonna, I can't believe John Smith didn't get this changed. I feel like seriously, he couldn't get the brackets changed a few years ago. He either. tried. Harrison Clendenin. Oh, that is a good one, Jason Bryant. <laughs> We're still going with the random. <laughs> We're still going back to that, huh? Oh, uh, let's go. That was a good one. <laughs> I, I can honestly say I don't know who Terrence Clendenin is. Nick uh, Simmons choked him out in like the second round of the NCAA tournament, maybe in 2003. Honestly, that doesn't four. narrow it down much because there's a lot of guys he just <laughs> strangled unconscious and <laughs> then he pinned them. Uh, uh, wow. Okay. Um, all right, next next up. I don't even know what we were freaking. Oh, yeah, EIWA precedes are out. So we'll see how that goes. That is on Friday. Friday, one day tournament this Ooh. year. Since what about Matt teams. Anderson? You remember how tall he was? He was like 6'5, 149. Okay. Ooh, um, Max Wessel. What that dude Ooh, was a good one. He was a unit. Nice. What a beast. Doug Valaro. Yeah. He's still wrestling in Tiber. Hey, somewhere. I stayed in so I he is wrestling in overtime family. somewhere right now. I convinced the Valaro family to build a disc golf course on their property. <laughs> and they did. And I also punched Doug Valaro in the nose and made him bleed when he was only 12. Okay. Why did you How do that? How old were you? Yeah. Well, he had I, was in, I was probably 19. Uh, well, here's the you, problem. You know 12-year-olds for it. <laughs> well, here's <laughs> the problem. Like <laughs> yeah, this kind of seems messed I don't up. think I can be charged for child abuse 15 years later. And the family loves me, so I think we're good. Um, I would do a camp at their place like twice a year. Boxing camp? And, uh, you know, the problem was he was 230 pounds and he was only 12 years old. And I was My a stupid God. college kid, and I let now them you're convince body me to. Him? <laughs> <laughs> he was gigantic, and I convinced them, or they convinced me to box him, right? Which I, now, as a mature adult, I would never do. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, whatever, haha, he's 12. And then it's like, okay, this this 
230-pound kid is trying to beat the crap out of me. Okay, I should probably punch him. And then I punch him one time. I'm like, oh, God, now I just punched a 12-year-old. This is a really terrible idea. And then he's bleeding. Yeah, that was a ter- terrible idea. Aren't you idea. boxing a 12-year-old in like a month? Yeah. I mean, he acts like a 12-year-old. He's got the intelligence of a 12-year-old. He's got the maturity <laughs> of a 12-year-old. I don't think he's actually 12, though. Okay. What, how, uh, how's that going, by the way? Are you, re- are you really trying- It's we, great. We really want you to win. K9. K9 Who's K9, though? K9, K9's fantastic. He was, uh, K9 won two world titles in boxing. Okay. That sounds like a yeah. good person to learn from. Imagine. His real name is Cornelius. Um, but he said in the hood, you may you can't go around with the name Cornelius in the hood, so he changed his name to K9. And so I called him like, "Hey, what's up, Cornelius?" He's like, "Ah, no one calls me that. Like my mom, and that's it." So I'm like, "Okay." So I called him K9 the rest of the week. Man, imagine just being like, "I'm K9 forever," and just people just being like, "All right, cool. This is K9." Badass nickname. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Nothing wrong with it. It's good. I mean, we don't really swear on here, Ollie, but go ahead, man. Just, just drop it. <laughs> they on. say it on TV. <laughs> No, I can swear, but these two, they, they're they squares. They don't swear. No, I, can, I know. I was, no I, F words, no Ollie. F words will get you cut. You don't do that. That's what Sion does. That's why Sion's not allowed back on. I'm an off-the-cuff guy. I was going to let it swing with the, the swears, but I, I've been censoring myself and trying to hold it back. But, I mean, come on. The A word. Sion. They say it in the Bible. You know, <laughs> that's, referring to a, that's referring to a donkey, but uh, okay. Hey, listen. Sion doesn't get cut off just for the F words. You last time, Ben, you tried to cut his mic. You wanted him off because he was telling that insane story about there was prostitution involved. <laughs> there was uh, former wrestlers involved, and Ben said, been, "Cut him." Were illegal acts. Ben Many got so freaked out, and no, I, that was bad. That, that was, was bad. bad. I don't know if he's been on since then. Actually, oh, now that I think goodness. about it. That was a, that was. Those were some wild times. Uh, oh, wow. Sounds like it. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Okay. Um, Mario so Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> We're just screaming random. Randomly, randomly high names. You made me spill Tobo Chico on me. Oh, man. Uh, Mario Stewart got him. Hey, yeah. uh, Deacon is back. He absolutely destroyed Brayton Lee. Oh, yeah. That was oh, impressive. Oh, my gracious. And I'm going to say it again. Chris Cannon is the real deal. I don't know how good he is, but I think, I happen to think he's really good. I know Boo Dryden is not Ethan Lezak, but I just think he looks really good. In the in the match itself, I watch Chris Cannon, I say this is someone that can place at the NC2A wrestling tournament, especially if the EIWA gets like 19 guys in. I don't know why you got off of Ryan Deacon so fast. Let's talk about this. Okay. Ryan Deacon not freaking awesome. mauled Brayton Lee. Um, now I've watched quite a few Brayton Lee matches. Uh, you guys have probably watched more. Has Brayton Lee ever been mauled like that in a folk style match? Because I think the answer is no. Um, I bet he has. Um, in folk style, not. I know Sammy Sasso leg laced him one time in freestyle, um, but in a folk style match, I don't remember him getting his butt kicked like that. Ever. No, you're right. Uh, eight three to Bulu Allen looks like the worst. He had a his true freshman year. He had a six zero loss to um, David Carr. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It, it doesn't happen. He looked – Deacon, this looks like the class at 157. I, yeah. I'm not entertaining – I'm – I don't know how great a shot even Hayden has against this guy. I mean – I feel like not that good. Don't you say it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dude, uh, 
Ryan Deacon's legit, like really, really good. He here's my thing with Hayden. Um, he he can't score enough. Po- he has not. He needs more leg attacks against someone to beat someone like Ryan Deacon. I don't know if he has them. Um, to, uh, for Deacon, he has beaten Ryan Deacon before. I know. And I know Deacon I know. beat him the last time they wrestled. I know but... that. He can beat him. Listen, he can beat him. And the other thing that's going for, listen, Hayden Heidley pushed Jason Nolf in a way no one else pushed Jason Nolf, basically. Um, that was wild. He's, he's awesome. And, and NCAA, Hayden Heidley's a, a beast. He can, he can beat him, for sure. But the right Ryan Deacon, and that's the thing with Deacon. We've talked about throughout his career. It's like the variance in his performances we've seen on occasion make you – that's what – leaves the conversation open for Hayden and maybe even a, a David Carr, who is the other thing. But there's no one outside of those three that I'm giving any shot to at 157. Is that fair? Well, I forgot. I just went back. I forgot David Carr beat him at the U.S. Open or the Senior Nationals or whatever the heck you want to call it. Um, he, so Deacon beat him, but he also lost to him. Mm-hmm. Freestyle. Yeah. Um, Deacon's a great freestyle. It was freestyle. Deacon's great at freestyle. Deacon's usually James really Green. good in freestyle. Also made a junior world team, made a U.S. Open finals. Junior um, world silver. Yeah. So I, I bet. So I would say, you know, uh, what was it? Three years, two years ago, I guess, when he lost to who did he, Caleb Young twice. I think for him, like the length of the season, and I don't know if it's making weight or injuries or whatever. I think it just accumulates, and obviously with this year. He's only had like four matches. So I think the fresher the Ryan Deacon, the better. It's tough because we didn't get to see 157 play out last year, but he was undefeated and looked awesome. I mean, he he did have a 3-2 and, with Justin Ruffin, but, I mean, he was amazing at Big Tens. Didn't he kill – who who did he wrestle at the CKLV? Was it he – I know all three of them were there, Hydley, Carr, and – He beat Hayden in six the finals. 6-2, and it was really convincing, correct? It was yeah. Hayden wasn't really close to to scoring, and then he yeah. beat Carr nine three there. The guy yes. and, and Carr is the both. one that's going under the radar right yes, now. I he so. he has gone. He's twelve and zero, and he's gone from forty seven percent bonus last year to eighty three this year. And I mean, he wow. majored fourteen one over JQs, four um, over Justin Thomas, who has a couple wins over Wyatt Sheets. He majored Jared Franick. He majored Kade Devos. He's taking a big jump. And that that dynamic is interesting because I can see Carr being the guy that can challenge Deacon the best, but I see him Carr having a very tough time with with Hayden once again. Um, Who's the next best guy in the Big Ten? Or sorry, the Big Twelve? Is it is it Frannick? Is that the best guy he's going to see before nationals? Uh, maybe Probably. Thomas. Justin Thomas. He looked pretty good. So yeah, wow. we're we're not gonna we're not there's gonna be so much unknown going into NCAAs. It's um yes, it's gonna be crazy. All right, so we talked about that, and Ben doesn't want to talk about Chris Cannon because he for some reason thinks Ryan Deacon is a bigger story just because. I'm he's... sorry that I wanted to talk about Ryan Cannon beating Brayton Lee twelve zero. Uh, I mean, we glanced over that in twelve seconds. It was. <laughs> it was it was impressive. Yeah. Um. Well, you know the other one actually kind of the. If, if we were talking about Chris Cannon, we can go there. The one I was more thrown off by was McKee. I don't want he didn't. Ha- I know he didn't handle Diagostino. Um, 
but I feel like the did. only th- I I feel like D'Agostino really only had one good sequence in the match where he got the reversal and the back points. Yeah. Besides that, D'Agostino didn't do much, and McKee had just gotten killed by Barnett the week before. So I was a little bit. I don't want to say shocked, but I did not think that was going to be the result of the match. McKee is another one of those guys with crazy variants um, where yeah, he's just huge. He's pretty up and down. But he, what impressed me is like he was able to get to legs and finish on D'Agostino, and that is not easy to do, right? Yes. That impressed mm-hmm. me. And he just kept, he's very assertive. He kept his foot on the gas, and then eventually he locked up a cradle and pinned him, I believe. Um, I thought. I, I thought McKee looked good, and I think that's just so what we're going to get. I think he had six points, though, there. Okay. Right? Um, I just remember the cradle, and I thought, but maybe I'm getting matches mixed up. But I think, uh, well, Cannon got a pin, but not yes. Dia, but not McKee. Okay. So with McKee and Barnett and all those guys, I think you kind of – I still am like throw them in a hat, and I don't know how it's going to shake sure. out. Uh, I don't – and – we were going to get to tears. I, we're not going to have time for that today. Hopefully, we can get to them tomorrow. I know I kind of said we were going to, but um, dude, there's too much to too much to discuss. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about 125 tears because I think it's um, I think I think it's fascinating because I think there's so many guys that are really similar. But I do think there is some separation. But maybe you'll you'll well, my, my, my man Barnett's going in a tier this time. I think I don't think we didn't have him in any tier. I you just, did not have him in any tier. No, I kicked I him out of tier him three. The lowest tier. <clears throat> yeah, he, you guys, you guys kicked him out of tier three. <laughs> yeah, I did because he didn't deserve to be there at the time, but he has wrestled his way into it. Guess what? No, I have him in Whoa. tier. I have him in tier four right now. I still have Barnett in tier four. Right, let me look at your what? five tiers. I mean, yeah, he does. I'm looking at it. <laughs> he does. I'm looking, looking right at it. Yeah. All right, let's do 125 tiers. Forget it. Um, okay, fine. Let's do it. All right, tier one is is actually tier Spencer. There's no tier one. It's just tier Spencer. He's just by himself, and no one's allowed to be near him. Agreed. Okay, good. But I have t- see. Here's the thing, and here's what why tier four is sort of a little disingenuous with this one. But I have Latona and Camacho kind of on a little tier two island. Um, wow, I don't I'm- think they've proved that. I disagree with that. Okay, that's just maybe my my bias. And you know what? Maybe Courtney that's belongs in that tier. Sure. Okay, it's biased, but maybe it's also my opinion. And if, yes, the whole thing's my bias. The whole, the, yes, the entirety of the tears are my bias in how I view the thing. That's exactly what they are. You have defined our tears segment. Yes, this is my bias. I think those guys. I would, I would put Courtney in that tier. Yeah, I think you're right. You know what? I'm making. I'm yeah, making but, I mean, yeah, and I even some of those. But All the right, problem then. is, some of these Big Ten guys have been beating each other up. Um, now, listen, I've said I think. Camacho and Latona are the second and third best. Mm-hmm. But uh, Camacho's best win this year is Cody Russell, and his next best win after that is Caleb Smith. I mean, he just hasn't wrestled guys who are that good. So to say, without the shadow of a doubt, that he's that much better, like putting him in a separate tier, I can't I can't get with that. I can't get with it at all. Um, so you want a, like a mega tier two? With all these, oh, dudes. it's, it's going to be gigantic. I, I mean, Camacho's best. I'm sorry, Latona's best win after Camacho is a three-two win over Killian Cardinal. Like, how are you saying he's that? But he, if he goes three-two with Killian Cardinal, how are you going to say he's that much better than a bunch of these Big Ten guys? I don't know why you hating on Killian Cardinal. That's maybe my first question. He's just not that great. Let me see his record this year. Hold on, hold on. I can find Killian Cardinal's record. Killian Cardinal's record this year is seven and three. He has losses to 
Mason Nifa, Nifi, Jake Ferry, and Sam Latona, three to two. Yeah. Sounds close, though. Sounds sounds close. The Nafi loss is the only bad one. Uh, yeah. Ferry's been in the bottom half of the rankings. Yeah. Okay. So he's. But yeah, like... I mean, Big Ten, when you look at the Big Ten, they have a bunch of guys who've all beaten each other. But like, I don't know. I feel like if you took them individually, like if you said that Patrick McKee beat Jacob Camacho, that is. While I would pick Camacho as a favorite every single time, that's not that shocking. It's really not. So I guess my, uh, yeah, you're, we could, we could just make a mega tier of Latona Camacho. Like this big at 125 is a disaster. <clears throat> I don't know if it's a disaster, uh, but it's a it's little a tough disaster. to discern. It's tough to Certified. discern when they don't wrestle each other until NCAAs. But my, I, I'm basing it on the upside I see in the guys, the talent I, I believe they have. I think those guys are just a little bit better. Maybe they're not. Maybe Courtney Teske. Hildebrandt's an interesting one because Hildebrandt's undefeated. Courtney's undefeated. Uh, Teske has one loss to Courtney, and it was 5-3. 5-3. But I I do think there's some separation. I don't know. Um, It's tough. Hey, Cody Arnold just said, is this true? Because I don't – you guys know the seating better than I. Um, He says Foley and Schrader could be the eight and nine seeds at Big Tens, and they were the two and three ranked guys in the country coming in. Is that true? I would need to look at. Uh... Oh, that seems like it could definitely be true, and it's it's definitely true that they were the two and three guys to start the season. And it's also definitely true that, um, yeah, I, I could totally see. What's well, Rayvon Foley's record this year? Rayvon uh, Foley is, is four is and three. Struggled. Yeah. Lost to Liam Cronin. Lost to Heinzman. Lost to McKee. Yeah, he could he could be down there mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so 25 is sort of a mess. Many of these weights are kind of a mess. Um, but I don't know. I think there's a little separation there. Maybe not. We'll see. Um, it's an interesting – I mean, listen, here's – okay, here's here's what could be the mega tier. Um, Latono, Camacho, mega Courtney, Teske, Hildebrandt, Lamont, Cronin, Heinzman, Barnett, McKee, Foley, Schroeder. Then I, can we at least allow some separation after that point? The D'Agostino, Curry, Cardani, Werner, Hudkins, Russell, Robbie Howard tier. Please. Would you indulge me that? Or are you just saying yeah, everyone? I'll indulge you. Okay. You know what I'm, mo- I'm mind blown by? I did not realize Kurt McHenry had wrestled this year, and he wrestled two matches. Kurt McDirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be the wow. guy. I don't think he can beat Medley. Man, he needs to get bigger because remember how good he was in high school? Is it he's not getting better or is he just really that small legitimately? He's legitimately that small. He's that small. They, like, make him like, – I think if he doesn't weigh enough – Last to, year he wasn't allowed to practice unless he weighed a certain amount. Jeez. He's a, he's wow. a little guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, so crazy. I don't advocate PEDs, but he should – Get it up, not on PEDs, but I think it's legal. It. I think it's legal when you're that small. Really? Yeah, you can probably get um, some HDH doctors, like yeah, prescribed, like yeah. All right, yeah, do, do it. it. You know, do it under do medical it. advisement, but yeah. just just be a big twenty-five. What if he got to be like a fifty-seven pounder? He's like, yeah, went overboard. <laughs> <laughs> Could happen. You never know. 
All right, so we should do a few questions before we get out of here. Um, I even got to yes. really look look at it. Um, <laughs> folk style rules blow says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, that that's almost a swear right there, Christian. Yeah, yeah that's right. worse than the word I said. I'm not going to say it now again, and you're going to get mad at me. But it's worse than the word I said. You know what? You're right. Uh, I just read it. I didn't even think. Uh, I Ron, Ron Burgundy that one. Um, so I apologize. Does Kalo, <laughs> does Kalo coach Clems in a snow cone or a real ice cream cone for bringing two heavyweights on a road trip for Kirkley to pin tonight? Uh, at least some ice cream. I mean, listen, I'm about to go to war against snow cones because they're trash. Snow cones are terrible. Snow cones uh, suck. They do. Why do people, why would that be something you'd want? I mean, listen, I get it when you're eight. No Just idea. get like ice covered in syrup. Okay, sure. But like smoothies exist. Milkshakes exist. I will take a snow cone over a smoothie. Oh my no gosh. No way. Are you crazy? You're just eating. You're just eating snow because all the syrup goes to the bottom, it and it's it's a, yeah, it's a it's it gets sticky. That's why you yeah. mix it. That's why you mix it up. You don't just sit there and mix it up. Yeah, and how, you mix it up? how you mix it? You got your finger? Well, you eat you eat a little bit off, then you mix it up. There's a time and place for them. No, <laughs> there's, there's no time, no place. Let's Absolutely. Get no, there is a time and place for them. 1981. 1981. That's a great that was time. A great, great time place. for snow cones. They hadn't invented smoothies at that yes. point, and, and you know we were blenders weren't what they are now. Yeah. Um, I, I could, you, we could doctor up some sort of smoothie you would prefer over, a uh, maybe there'd be Coke in it or Dr. Pepper and a monster and like a banana. Yeah, I've had cherry, cherry cola, um, snow cones before. Okay. Lemon lime is great. Now you're not, you're not confusing a snow cone with a, a Slurpee, right? I'm not. Or a slushy. Or <laughs> I'm not. That's different thing. Slurpee, okay. Slurpees are head and shoulders above snow cones. And slushies. Okay. Yeah, I do like Slurpees. Um, okay, but yeah, to the, to the actual question, he owes him a real ice cream cone for bringing two yes. heavyweights for Kirkfleet to pin. He owes him more than that. He okay. a couple of Bitcoin maybe. He had, and he ought, he ought to toss him like a Verclaren and yeah, you know, both. Yeah, there's the idea right there. It's nice like work. listen, free trade here. It's like I give you, I let you pin my guy. Luke Gardner. Yeah. Give me Luke Gardner. Yeah. yeah. You gotta make him transfer. He lives here now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Sign him away. If Gable never wins a championship, does he go down as the best to never get one? Say he Dude. goes two, 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 then leaves for WWE. Um, Gable's gonna win. You're that sure? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Gable's too. winning. But I was, I'm always sure he's gonna win. But he, he didn't. I was sure he's gonna win in CAs as a freshman. I was sure he's he gonna only had one chance. He had one chance so far. For God's sakes, people. I was sure he's gonna win Final X. He would have won last year. I was yeah. not sure he was gonna win Final X. I think I picked. Well, him not sure. I mean, you know, not sure. But I was, I picked him. Um, but answer the question. <sighs> yeah. He's not. No, I refuse because the question's Don't dumb. Don't refuse. <laughs> It's a hypothetical world here, Ben. Stupid. Yeah, you're Stupid. right, Ollie. Come on, man. Don't be like that. All right. Yeah, he, I think he. I think he would absolutely go down as one of the best to never win it. Um, but the best? Yeah, the best. <laughs> You'll go and set it. I'll say it. The, it's, you know what? He's Whoa. the best because you know what? He's going to win and set title, and this question's stupid. <laughs> That's why he's the best. It's not stupid. Mason Paris is really, really good. It's not a stupid question. Not a question. You ready for a better question, Christian? Okay. If Mason Paris never wins the NCAA title because he loses to Gable every year, is he the best to never win? That's mm. a better question. He could, he has to fight uh, Adam Kuhn for that battle. Does that mean Conan Jennings is the best to never win? Yeah, Conan Jennings is the best to never win. 
Stop. 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 We, we were, we were, hold on. We were, we, Spay and I were I joking around, I think, one time. Um, and we were like, <sighs> what if, stop. like, Mason Paris goes stop. on? He wins, Brad like, Dylan. He wins, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're back to that. Chris guy. Ayers. What if what if Mason Paris goes on wins like world title, Olympic title, you know, something like that, and Conan Jennings is just like sitting there, like telling people he's like, I never lost to that guy, never. <laughs> and people are like, Conan, shut up! No, you didn't. Like that didn't happen. I swear, it, ha- oh, it happened. God. It happened. They snack him. I uh, yeah, that's the thing. What if what if he just shows up to like U.S. Open just to like on a vision quest to take out Mason Paris? The problem is he probably could Dave Esposito. <laughs> okay. Uh, does Aaron Brooks have a shot at five NCAA titles? No. Because he wrestled last year. Right. If this were his true freshman year, he would have a shot. He has a shot at four. He has a shot at five Big Ten titles, but he is mathematically eliminated from winning five. He will have to settle for four um, if, he, if he's able to do that, which I do think he will win this year. Um, Rob yeah. Rohn. <laughs> this is never ending. <laughs> Rob Rohn. The the great man, I don't know. I can't tell you how many times I watched him hit that cement mixer against Josh Lambrecht. I just thought that was the craziest thing ever. Like that what? Was crazy. I mean Well I you know what I you know what I watched most about that match? The the tilts that Lambrecht was hitting. I was like, how is he making this look so incredibly what is he doing that he's just like well, just get in the wrist and two on one and near fall, near fall, near fall. No problem at all. He's going to tech this dude for sure. Like, that was mm-hmm. a, a tilting display. And then the mixer. Um, if you haven't watched that. That's a that's a YouTube that's a YouTube Classic. playlist. Must yeah. watch. Like, that was one of the first matches I saw on YouTube um, back in the day. Great one. Okay. Bro, I just squished a stink bug and it, like, stinks. I didn't realize it. I squished like a hundred stink bugs this winter. They never stink. I just squished this one. It stinks. Smell my finger piles. It stinks. <laughs> What's wrong with you? How many bugs do you got crawling around? Listen, Listen you need an exterminator? These, oh, I'll show you. I'm going to pick it up. I threw it in the garbage. I'm going to pick it up. You're going to pick it up? I don't, don't really want to see it. it. What are you doing? What are you this, doing? This don't right pick here. up the stinky bug. This is a stink bug. Yeah. Right here. You see this? There. They, That's a stink bug. Yeah, we yeah, know. I just squished it. But usually they don't stink. That's this what, one, it smells the whole room. Like? I can barely focus anymore. That's what. Uh, like? That's what Sebastian Rivera blows up like in the off season. He said he blows up like a stink bug. <laughs> in Virginia, there's like a couple summers where stink bugs were just out of control. There, we don't have them here in Texas. Is they really stink? They really stink. Yes. I've never even heard of these things. Yeah, you probably. I've they, never smelled it before. I've killed like a hundred of them. This is. Crazy to me. I've killed many, but you, I just flick them. Travis Fred. Pop, pop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's it smell like? It's kind of a musty sort like, of. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Hard to describe. It's not hmm. good. Um, yeah, an unfortunate bug. Listen, it's uh, we did the best we could today. We appreciate you guys listening. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. We got more tier discussion to have. Maybe we, we'll further solidify... Um, you know, our 125 tiers. Thanks to Ollie for coming on, even though these guys are wearing hockey sweaters. It's, it's hockey, hockey sweater Tuesday. Tuesday. Thank hockey you for tomorrow. having me. Hockey you guys are Tuesday. good people. Thanks, thanks to Ben. Thanks to you, especially. This could be a fire month in wrestling. Oh, my gosh. Conference, conference. 
PIAAs, NCAAs, last chance, Olympic trials. It's going to be fun. Elliot Reddick. Elliot Riddick! Let's go! The <laughs> oh. Yazo! Kennedy! Uh, Joe, what was his name? Joe Kennedy? There was a Kennedy. Oh, God. Uh, He's like a one, oh, let's just go now. You can't even yeah, remember. We'll go now. Yeah, you we kind of ruined it, you CP. Ruined it. They, had, they had it on a good note. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>